Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Right now, we survey the Charlotte sports landscape, among maybe a bit more, with Nick Carboni, NBC Charlotte sports director, sports anchor. He's back for his weekly conversation. Nick Carboni, how are you this week, buddy? I'm good, KB. What's up, man? Uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff this week. Well, that's not true. It's a, it's a slow sports week. I, I got a lot of stuff going on with me, but not much in the world of sports. <laughs> uh, All-Star Game Sunday night. Listen, I, I won't pretend like I wasn't part of the uh, peanut gallery yelling right along yesterday. I, I think the game's become awful, but not everybody agrees with me. What did you think about Sunday night? I'll be quite honest with you. I didn't watch a single second of it. I mean, Sundays are a night for me to hang out with the wife. And uh, a lot of times we will watch sports, but to me that just didn't seem like one that I felt being like, honey, can we hijack the TV for two or three hours and, <laughs> and watch this? So I, I, I got to be totally honest with you. I didn't watch it, and it's because of all the things that people are saying. I mean, we know what these all-star games in most sports and most major leagues in the United States have become, and the NBA is right at the top of that list. So I had virtually no interest in it, I'll be completely honest. But I'm very excited for the rest of the season to pick back up. No, I'm with you on that. And you know what? You kind of feel guilty working in sports saying that out loud. It's like, hey, it's your job to watch. But I don't want to watch that. Because I think I, if they don't, if they care less than I do, why would I watch? That's the problem that I've got. If they don't care, I have a hard time pretending to care myself. Um, so you said it best. I, I'm more interested in watching the Hornets get back out there on the floor on Thursday night. Priorities. Uh, here in the, the back third of the season, what are they? What, what are you hoping to see? What should they be attempting to do? Yeah, I think it starts with getting LaMelo Ball back and healthy and hoping that he can kind of finish this 20 to 30 game stretch or as much of it as possible with kind of the new look and new uh, team, really, that they've brought in here to see how that works. You hope for Mark Williams, too, but I think LaMelo is closer based on what we saw from some of his warm-up action as the the first half of the season or first two-thirds came to a close before the All-Star break. So that's the first thing I want to see and see if they can continue this momentum. They they clearly became a a new team. I wouldn't even say with a new identity. I think they didn't didn't have one before, and now they kind of do. And see how that kind of crosses over to the last third of the season here. See if they can keep that going through the break. They hadn't been any hotter than they just were before the break, so see if they can pick that back up. and, you know, they have, they'll have to do it with, with a West Coast trip immediately, which doesn't always work in this Hornet team's favor. That's usually where a Hornet season goes to die. So it, it already has once this year, so I hope it couldn't happen again. Uh, but, you know, it'll be a key, you know, handful of games out there. Nick, uh, speaking of the Hornets, I'm not sure if, you know, fans have reached out to you about this, but I've certainly had several people hit up the show in the last day or two uh, about the news that the Hornets are planning big-ticket price hikes for next year and, and it's uh it, it's not the same across the board but uh reports that in t- attendees um you know included i think there was a uh, there was a meeting with ticket holders there were about a thousand of them that showed up and that prices will go up by an average of nearly 80 percent next season including some i guess seats closer to the floor that are going up like 225 250 percent have you heard much about this because i have hornets fans in my text line asking what's going on yeah, I mean, it depends on where you have season tickets, obviously, and it sounds like the ones who are most affected were contacted by the team and got a chance to meet with the owners. And it's part of this reimagined Spectrum Center, right? And a lot of stuff close to the floor is going to be turned into luxury kind of seating. 
and the cost hike is going to go up accordingly based on the amenities those seats are now going to receive. So in total, it is a small percentage of the seats in Spectrum Center, but if you're one of those folks that have had that seat and are used to paying those prices, you know, even with the new accommodations, it might not be worth it to you to continue to have those seats. So that'll be interesting to see kind of who stays in it uh, in those seats and who doesn't. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, you know, you look at it, it's not 225% increase across the entire arena. It's not an even 80% increase across the entire arena. But tickets are going up basically everywhere. It just depends on where your seat was and what that seat is going to turn into with this kind of new reimagined Spectrum Center. But I think in the grand scheme of things, this is not the, not the price increases, but the overall improvements of the facilities front and back plus uh, upcoming um, practice facility is good for the franchise overall. Nick Carboni, NBC Charlotte Sports Director, Sports Anchor. He's with us here on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Uh, did you catch any of Daytona yesterday? We, we, we had a hometown kid get another win coming off a really big year. Yeah. So, yeah, didn't watch the All-Star Game Sunday. Watched just about every second of Daytona that I could yesterday. Um, and, you know, William Byron, it, it, you know, I'm partial. And I think a lot of people who cover sports in this city are partial because we've been covering this kid since he was a teenager. Um, it's cool to see him do what he has done. It's great to think of what he could still accomplish in the sport. And I do love the, the storyline that he was an racer first, but I do want to give credit and credence to what he's done in an actual race car for over a decade now. He has excelled and accomplished and won at every single level. And he is right up there with Kyle Larson now, and not, maybe not quite to the accomplishments, and Chase Elliott, I mean, he was kind of asked about those two guys yesterday. He said, well, I'm the other guy. Well, he's the other guy that kind of keeps winning, right? I think he's got a great chance to win a series championship soon. I'd put money on him winning a few, uh, and, and it's just awesome to see what he's been able to do. I, I know it's not the finish that everybody wanted. You don't love to see a, a yellow flag finish, finish under caution, um, but you know, it, it got pretty hectic there in the last 10 laps or so, and that's what you always want for a Daytona race. No doubt. Hey, Nick, before I let you go, the uh, franchise tag window opening up in the NFL, you know where I'm going with this. Uh, Brian Burns seems to be the most likely candidate here, but, um, you know, you could argue that franchise tagging him might actually really hamstring their ability to get other things done this offseason. How, how do you think that plays out? Yeah, I, I think they, they, as a player, forget what the salary command is going to be. They need to try to find a way to keep Brian Burns and do that along with extending Derek Brown, figuring things out with J.C. Horn, whichever way they go with that. I think when they hired Brant Tillis from Kansas City, that's like the big brief on his desk day one had those three guys in it, as well as Frankie Louvu. I'll put into that, trying to figure out a way to work all those guys in and make them a part of the future. I do think this is headed for a franchise tag because I think you guys were talking about you know relative you know, how, how close is 25 to 30 million? Well, well, not that, not really that close. And I think the Panthers are going to be hard pressed to go above 30 if they're going to go to 28 or 29 for Brian Burns, just based on the lack of production last season. But he is uh, an upper tier pass rusher in the NFL. He is still young. I think he's 26 years old. He is in his prime. I think you need to find a way to keep him. Uh, but I just, I, do get the feeling it's going to be a tag for this year. And we'll see how that affects 
everything else they're trying to do and how it affects their relationship with Burns going forward. But I think it'll be a Panther. I do just think it'll be on the one-year tag at about, what is it, $23 million. Love it. Nick Carboni, we appreciate you, brother. Have a great week. You too, buddy. Thank you.